Welcome to Take 5, a podcast brought to you by New Leaf Training and Development. Each edition is an inspiring interview with a leader worth listening to. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Paul Butler. I'm one of the client partners at New Leaf Training and Development, and I'm so delighted to be joined today by Maisha Reynolds, who's the founder and president of Equity Lens Consultants. Maisha, for the last 17 years here at New Leaf Training and Development, we focus on our core purpose of helping people and organizations better manage themselves, lead others, and grow business acumen. I just wondered from your work experience so far, what have you found to be the most effective for today's kind of modern learner when it comes to staff training and leadership development? But please do start, though, Maisha, by telling us a little bit more about the work that you do. So over to you, and I'll wrap it up when you're done. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Um, I am just so excited about the work that I've been able to do. I, my background is in education. I um, started as a kindergarten teacher, so happy to teach. I love teaching in every every respect and every regard. And um, over the years, I have moved up from teaching, you know, kindergarten and all the elementary school grades, and then also some college level, and then began to transition out of the classroom into coaching adult teachers and really helping them to improve their instruction. I just love teaching. And so um, one of the roles that I had outside of being like an instructional coach or math coach was a equity coach. And that came at about my, I don't know, 15th year in education. This is now, I can't believe I'm, I'm gonna be starting my 23rd year because I still do work in public education. But um, I was really, really um, excited about the opportunity to help teachers to really meet the needs of students in the classrooms. And I worked in schools that were in the inner city, very, very challenging um, schools. And then some who were really well, had a really great programs and great opportunities and resources for, for students. And it didn't matter where I was, there were still some inequities that were very, very visible and very alarming mm. at times. And, and the, the way in which people um, responded to kids, taught kids, the relational aspect of relational equity as well as um, educational equity. And I felt like I wanted to be a part of a solution and really have, you know, spend time working with educators and district leaders on how do we make sure our teaching practices line up with what is best for all students. And so um, I wrote this job proposal to be an equity coach in a school district, got this job, transitioned out of that district, and that was back in Wisconsin, where I'm from, mm -hmm. and moved to California. So when I arrived in Southern California, I thought I want to continue that work. And um, I started preparing kind of on paper and in my computer, just on, if I had a business uh, around equity consulting, what would that look like? Um, what would my mission be? What is my vision? What is my heart behind um, many of the things that I want to, um, to teach and to help people understand about how to treat all people fairly? Because mm. when I say that we're equity, I'm really just talking about how do we treat every single person that we come into contact with every single day fairly, whether it's mm. a child or an adult or a senior citizen or someone who um, is, you know, homeless or whatever, whatever the, it may be. I just want it. I want people to be treated fairly. And because, and because I value, and I believe that we should all value 
humans. We are all part of that race, right? The human race. And so um, that's kind of how I started my work with equity consulting is that I just began to kind of do some um, just own soul searching of like, what is it that I want my business to represent? And I wanted it always to represent all people. And mm. so I kind of transitioned out of public education full-time and still do that part-time. And then I also focus on growing this company where I do trainings and workshops around what is equity and how do we treat all people equitable? I love to give practical scenarios, share a lot of stories, help people problem solve, dig into like some root causes of the inequities that are happening and to really simplify it. So that's a little bit of the work I do around equity. And what's what's been challenging is that there are right now, there's kind of that rise and DEI um, just kind of mandate and other, you know, consultants and companies who do the same work that I do. And I've always wanted to stand apart and mm. that being that I wanted to never focus on um, making, you know, pitting people one against the other or making people feel that, you know, some people should be held in high regard and high esteem and receive equitable treatment. And then there are others who maybe shouldn't or are really entitled to that. My whole premise is that all people are valuable and important. And what do we do mm. in our businesses and our schools and our churches and our companies to really make sure that our policies and practices and procedures really speak to the value of all of humanity. And so part of my work sometime is creating a um, equity lens tool where we go through the different, you know, practices that are happening within a company and we look at them through that equity lens and say, you know what, this is great. And this is maybe not fair because of X, Y, or Z. And so I really kind of help people to have that lens, but my heart is also to, to keep it simple, to really make it where people can grasp the concepts I'm teaching about equity and let that play out into their daily life. Because I feel like that's you know, with a lot of, you know, conversations about diversity, equity, inclusion, there are some people who walk away from these conversations very angry and very upset and also feeling like, where's the solution? What am I going to do differently tomorrow? And that's what I like to really do is to help people with those, in those practical ways to say, okay, this is what I can do starting today to really look at what I as an individual am doing, whether I'm in management or, um, whether I'm just an, you know, I'm another employee, how I can interact with my fellow employees and really in a way that is, that is fair. And so I really, I really do enjoy that work because oftentimes when I give a presentation and, um, you know, I end sometime over zoom or in person, people will come to me or write in the zoom chat, like your response or your take on equity is so full of hope. It's so inclusive of all people. It really makes me want to be a better person. It doesn't make me, I'm not walking away from this conversation or this workshop with more, you know, bitterness or hatred in my heart because I, I'm, I'm wanting to see things differently. I'm wanting to look at this with fresh eyes or have a fresh perspective. And that is so rewarding for me because it's taken me a lot of time um, to really develop materials and curriculums that really have all people in mind. And if we start in our, in our businesses, in our organizations, our schools, we start on the very um, bottom or surface level saying, hey, this is what we can do to be 
to be fair. These are practices we can implement. These are procedures we will no longer do. These are um, actions, steps that we will take. Like we can start doing those things and really bring about the change that we want to see in our society. Um, that is something that I believe all people could agree on is that we know that there have been ways over time historically that have been unfair for people, whether that's been you know, um, issues of racism, issues of ageism, issues of um, unfair treatment toward children, all of these things, the homeless crisis, there's so many inequities in our in our world, but we can all be part of the solution to ending some of those things, making things better. And that's so much of what I am passionate about doing. And that's why I love this work and will continue to just really support anyone who's needing um, just the guidance on, hey, how do we get this right? How do we pr present solutions where nobody in my company or my organization walks away from the conversation feeling defeated or if they, as if they don't have a right to participate in the conversation? I believe when we talk about equity and justice and equalities, all those things, diversity, inclusion, that every single person has a seat at the table. Because if we don't all work together and have these conversations, sometimes as hard as they may be, then we really aren't gonna get any place. And I've often, you know, when I share at conferences and things, I often give people examples. And one of them was of an individual who told me she wanted to be part of an, a conversation around equity. And someone told her like, you have no place. You don't know what it's like to have been treated unfairly. And my take on that was every single person, even if it's one time in your life, probably has been treated unfairly, whether it's by your big sister or maybe maybe at times a parent or a boss or a teacher, we all have that, that we can say, hey, I know what that, was, that felt like and it didn't feel good. And so some people have been on more of a receiving end of more you know, injustices and equities, but we all can be a part of the solution. We all can put our brains together and our hearts together to think about what could be the solution to these problems of inequities and injustice and um lack of diversity or inclusion within our cities, within our world, within our country, and really just make to work to make this world a more equitable place. And that's what my mission is. And that's what I stand on and will continue to um, really believe that we can, we can, we can do things better and we can do things right. And I, I'm just really excited and I love the opportunity to work with anybody who's willing to and wanting to say, hey, Let's do this. Let's get this right. Um, I'm there for you. <laughs> well, Maisha, thanks ever so much. And I uh, really appreciate your um, perspective on, you know, what is a very emotive subject. And as you rightly said, there's actually, I think, sometimes caused more division than unity. And I love your very unique kind of heartfelt direction on that. I really uh, applaud you for that. Um, just a message out to all of the subscribers to keep an eye on the website, on the events page for the events that we have going on throughout the course of the year. Most of them are uh, available for free for subscribers. So, Maisha, I really appreciate you taking a few moments with us today. Could I offer you a virtual high five? Yes, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you found that interview useful. And if you did, feel free to rate, review and share this podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode, and we also invite you to check out our other weekly podcast, Going the Extra Mile, which is sure to lift your spirit and encourage you in today's working world. Bye for now.